Alrighty, guys, it is Janae here, podcast number three. Super excited to be back with all of you, and I hope you guys enjoy this one. Um, as I said last podcast, I was going to be having a guest speaker, and she is here. Um, we are together. We wanted to really come up with a different topic to give you guys than the last one, obviously, but just more interactive, something everybody can relate to. And so the other day we were working because this is Amy Dieter here. Hello. Hi, guys. So Amy is my business partner and my boss, just of who you guys don't know out there. But we were talking on on our floor the other day and Amy made a really good point. And I was like, that needs to be a podcast. We need to do that. And what she said was, have you ever been a victim of overthinking I know. Let that set in for a second. Have you ever been a victim of overthinking? And I will lead in with this. Just so you guys know, we overthought this podcast. We sat down, we discussed it, we talked about it, and we overthought it. So I hope you guys enjoy our overthinking podcast. And I hope you guys can relate a lot to it because we have quite a few different points. And I'm going to just let Amy bring up the first point and then we're going to talk about it. All right, guys. Well, I'm super excited. Thank you for inviting me onto your podcast. I'm very honored. Janae is a wonderful person, speaker, and friend. And so I'm just going to share one quick idea, and maybe it'll resonate with you guys. Maybe it won't. But here's what I think sometimes happens in life is um, we sometimes will say this on store visits. Maybe you've been asked this question before, but it's a pretty popular question. And it's how many decisions does the average adult make in a day? And a lot of times when I've asked this question, I get answers like 47 or 89 or maybe 100. And if you guys, and you can search it, Google it. I think the average adult actually makes more decisions now than maybe when the survey was originally taken. But the average adult human being makes around 180,000 decisions per day. Decisions like, did you just decide to scratch your forehead? Did you just describe, <laughs> did you decide to put your hand in your on your head? Or did you just decide to maybe lick your lips or look around the room or decide that you're thirsty and get a drink? I, on and on and on. Did you decide to roll the stop sign while you're listening to the podcast? Probably. Um, but you know what? Here's what I think is really fun is in all of those decisions, I think there's some that we make without thinking. And then there's the ones that we just can't make because we're overthinking. And so one example, and and then I'll let Janae kind of take it from there, but it's a fun thing at our job. It's a fun thing in life and, and parenthood and relationships. But there's sometimes the important decisions um, like picking a career or picking a significant other or picking maybe a major if you're younger and going to college and you're thinking, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? And, well, you know, Janae and I laugh and we smile because it's funny. I, I don't know, Janae, if she's decided what you're going to do for the rest of your life. I don't know if I, I have. <laughs> guys just so everyone's aware like make a decision forever but and there are there are some decisions that you make forever but a lot of times you just make a decision today to do your best and so um hopefully if you guys are maybe thinking of a decision that you're having a hard time making maybe we'll give you guys some tips on how to not overthink it um maybe some of our examples are help will help you or maybe some of the things that we've overthought you can avoid but i don't know janae is there anything that you've overthought in your life that maybe is coming to mind as we're talking? I think a lot of 
for me personally is overthinking goes along with relationships a lot. Um, does that person like me the way I like them? Um, did they think of me the same way I thought of them? Do I like them too much or am I trying too hard or are they not trying hard enough? Um, those are all thoughts I think everybody have when they are in relationships. So that would probably be my main one that I overthink. I think another one um, early on in my buckle career that I would have a lot is whenever I would get feedback from someone, I barely, very quickly would be um, defensive instead of taking the feedback and growing and learning from it. And I would overthink of, oh, is my boss mad at me? Like, is that why they're sharing this information with me? Instead of thinking, okay, how can I be more efficient? How can I get better? And instead of having those thoughts, I overthought it and thought, maybe they're mad at me. Am I going to get fired? Am I going to lose my job? And that is a very vicious cycle of tearing yourself down and not really thinking about the situation as a whole. You're only just thinking about how it could possibly negatively affect you. And that's something I've grown and learned a lot from of don't take everything you hear in a negative way, because if you take more of what you hear in a positive way, it'll have a positive outcome. That's really good advice because I think about there's so many times where you should read like read between the lines. Like somebody is saying something to you and they are not like they want you to read between the lines. Like there's a hidden message and you should look for it. But that's pretty rare, I would say. I think yeah. most of the time, especially if you are working with or in a relationship or a friendship with somebody that you trust and you know is genuine and authentic with you, when they're sharing something, especially if you know Here's how you know if it's good advice. If it was hard for them to share it with you, it's probably really good advice. Like if you know that it was hard for them to maybe pull you aside or to be honest with you or to maybe even give you feedback that they know you weren't going to maybe respond positively to, but they did it anyway, that's really good advice. Like don't read between the lines. And and, and I'll give you guys kind of a, a quick example if that's okay, but... Yeah. I remember um, this was 10 years ago and I had just done, I was in a video about bringing out freight to the floor and we're bringing out freight to the floor. That's something we do at our job. We bring out new product and put it on the sales floor. And one of the things that we try to do really well is teach everybody where you're putting things because if we get in 15 to 20 new SKUs every day, five days a week, 52 weeks out of the year, and we don't tell anybody where we put it, chaos can ensue pretty quickly. And so I'm doing a company video for Buckle saying how to do this well. And it was on the third day, the video's now been shot and it's over. And I am now just working. I'm working on the sales floor. I'm bringing out clothing from the back onto the sales floor as not just part of a video activity, but as an actual like part of my job. And I remember bringing it out to the floor and I kind of had one of the leaders that was close and I go, hey, really quick, can I just share with you bread I brought out from the back and why? And I was thinking, good for me. I'm really executing my position really well and I'm really, you know, like going above and beyond. I wasn't, just so everybody knows, but I was trying to. And in that moment, the leader said, you know what, Amy, I'm glad that you're pausing to want to share this information with me, but do you know that I'm also helping three people and I need to be at the counter right now? And obviously I didn't um, because I was trying to make sure that my moment was really important and that I shared it with this person. And they kind of put me in my spot. And that immediate reaction of like, 
all of a sudden I was kind of slightly embarrassed. I, I didn't want to be in that conversation anymore. I felt, you know, a little odd. And, and sometimes, I, guys, here's what I hope you know. If you've ever been kind of knocked off your feet or had the wind taken out of you in a conversation, like it's probably pretty normal. But here's what you have to make sure that you aren't doing. Because remember what I said, this was 10 years ago. <laughs> And I, st- like, yeah. I still remember it. Like, I remember being embarrassed. And, and here's what I will tell you guys. What does overthinking change about that scenario? I could beat myself up. I could be embarrassed. I could be angry at that person for having that moment with me. Or here's what I can do. Move on. Yeah. Move on and learn from it. And that's what I have hopefully chosen to do, except for being able to remember it very vividly for this uh, unique podcast <laughs> that we're doing. So, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Janae. I mean, that's a great point, Amy, too, is, you know, are you are you the person who got super defensive when now you are, you're thinking back on what stories it is that you had, just like Amy's story, and did you get defensive, but you realize, you know, that it's been a life lesson that you just can't forget, and maybe it's not the lesson in the moment, but you've turned it into something else the way that Amy did, but here's what I also would love to hit on, and it kind of ties right on in with it, is your pride. And I know that's pretty tough for some people. That's tough for me sometimes. But just being able to admit when you did make a rash decision or you said something wrong or you did something wrong and being able to backtrack and move on to that. Because I think a lot of people, Amy, have you ever quit something in your life? Um, quit a, yeah, basketball camp, day four. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stoked so my finger. <laughs> have you ever quit something and then thought maybe like, man, I, I should have saw that through. I should have done that. But your pride just got in the way. So, and this is, this is, could be a whole new podcast, guys, because this could go along with not thinking enough about a decision. <laughs> um, I know there's overthinking and then there's not thinking enough. It kind of, it's, it's, a, it's a balancing beam yeah. that we all have to do. But, you know, have you ever just been in that situation where you made a snap decision and you wanted to take it back and you wanted to go back and change it, but your pride got in the way? And I think a great example of that could be, it could be a job of, hey, I quit a job without really thinking too much about it besides basing it off of maybe even just a feeling. And you realize that maybe that was a mistake, but your pride got in your way instead of just owning up to it and being like, hey, I made a mistake and I would like to reapply for this job or I would like to reach back out to this person. That'll show your true character before anything else will. And that can go right along with a relationship. Have you ever quit a relationship too quick based off of a feeling or based off of an emotion? And then you realize that you want to backtrack and go to that person, but your pride is getting in the way. That can be very toxic as well. And I think once again, if you are that person who's maybe going through that right now and you have gone through that, think about it. You know, I don't want you to overthink it, but think (laughs) about it. Did you make a mistake and your pride got in your way? Or were you the person who was able to go back and apologize and be like, hey, here's what happened and I would like to resume employment or, you know, try again for this relationship or try again for whatever it may be. But yeah, well, and I won't say that the Chinese food that I got last night was too quick of a decision, but sometimes maybe that's the, (laughs) if you're you're choosing where you're eating tonight, be careful. But no, I, I agree, Janae. And I think sometimes it's, it's easy to make decisions based on, I mean, everybody has their own way, whether it's pro-con list, you know, you, you write down all the good things about something, you write down all the negative things. Maybe you 
have that mentor person in your life where you talk it through with them and they remind you, hey, like this is just a season of life. Like you'll get through it. You'll get, you know, past it. But but I just think the pressure sometimes that most of us feel to sometimes make a decision, whether it's parents saying, hey, what what's your plan? Or a significant other saying, hey, are you committed, to, you know, or not? Or, you know, even maybe a boss that's asking you for your, your commitment. Here, here's what sometimes I think we fall into the trap of, and maybe maybe I'm the only one, but have you ever made a decision just solely based on, I know you said feelings, yeah, but just happiness. Like how many times have you guys heard like, well, if you're not happy, you know, change something. And, and, I, and I'll go on record saying, I think happiness is a relative. Like there are people that are digging ditches right now or picking up trash, you know, or missionaries in foreign countries or raising special needs children or whatever you might put in that category of that's a really tough life or that's yeah. a tough decision or that's a tough path that are experiencing happiness or joy beyond. And that's another probably podcast, the difference <laughs> between happiness and joy, because I do have an opinion on that. But but if you're only making happiness decisions in your life, like, well, what's going to make you the most happy? You'll, you'll never get there. Like you'll yeah. never be happy because, you know, you're always on the other side of happiness. If you, you know, set a goal and then you reach it, well, what do you do? You don't celebrate it. You set another goal. Well, I've lost 10 pounds. I need to lose 15. Well, I got the great job. Now I need the promotion at the current job that I'm in. Or you know what? I, I'm already in a really nice house. Like I need a bigger house or wh- whatever it might be. If it's car, relationship, fitness, whatever category you lump your decision making into, sometimes the the goal isn't to just be happy. Yeah. I would say you talked about that a little bit in your last you know podcast about yeah. how do you find contentment or you know satisfaction even in what your current role is. And sometimes maybe this sounds really silly, but. I think I looked really crazy to one of our employees this week. And maybe Janae knows this. Maybe Janae doesn't know this. But I think I looked really crazy because when, you know, this person was talking about what we do, I started talking about what we do differently. And it's because of perspective. And the perspective that I have on retail and selling jeans is very different than this person. And and this isn't, you know, a, a bad thing because I think perception is shaped over experiences and years and years of um, getting to learn your craft. But I, I kind of compare what we do when I think about selling clothes or selling jeans or doing retail. I don't think about ringing up a pair of jeans. I think about maybe that knee on the right side of the denim that we just rang up that left our store, maybe that's the knee that the guy will bend down on and propose with. And it'll be our jeans and we sold them to him. And, or maybe, you know, as we're selling Christmas gift to people, Christmas gifts, finish my sentence there, but you know, maybe those are the gifts that are underneath the tree and they're next to people that haven't seen each other for years or months. Maybe it's a pair of jeans that leaves our store and it's going to go on a mom and she hasn't worn jeans for six months because she doesn't like how she looks and she doesn't like her body. And we got to be a part of not just selling clothes. It's, it's a life experience that we're offering to people. And, and I could go further and deeper and I'm not going to get nerdy, but, but guys, sometimes like my question is always in, in what you're doing, whether it's a, you know, driving a forklift or working on a farm or being a stay at home mom, like where do you find your, your value? Because every decision that you're making, if you're overthinking your decisions, sometimes it just stops you from being great. It stops you from living it out. So, yeah. 
Well, I think you made a great point too, Amy, on finding your value and, you know, finding your happiness. And if that's what you're always on the search for, I mean, guys, if you're constantly looking for something to make you happy, Amy said it, you're never going to be happy. You have to simply, that is a decision you have to wake up every single morning and make no matter what job you have, no matter what relationship you're in, or no matter what college you go to. And those are all big, you know, life decisions and things that people overthink. But if you don't wake up in the morning and find your happiness in what you're doing, you'll never truly find it. So find your value in what you're doing. And do you feel valuable and do you make other people feel valuable? And if the answer is yes, then don't keep overthinking it. Like, don't keep overthinking something that you already know. Yes, I find my value. Yes, I I make other people also feel valuable. And are you growing other people or are you growing personally in the position that you're in? And if both of those answers are also yes, you don't have to continuously overthink what you're doing because it sounds to me like you're doing the right things. Now, if the answer is no, you know what to do. Make a change. Um, I think of, you know, that one goes a lot with relationships. Like, are you trying your best in a relationship? And if the answer is yes, are you adding value to that person's life? Are you, you know, doing, going out of your way to be there for that person? Are you making that person a priority? And your, all of your answers are yes, but when you think about that person and the answers are no for them doing it to you, you know the decision that you need to make. And I think that's, I mean, that can be pretty tough for people because those are all tough decisions. But once again, when you're overthinking something, it's typically due to two different things is you're either trying to avoid something that you know you're going to have to do or you're overthinking it and you simply just need to be, find your value and you need to figure out if that is what you're good at. And if it is what you're good at, then stop overthinking it. Yeah, I I don't know if I'll coin this phrase or if I'm I'll become famous for saying it. I hope I don't. But I I remember telling my boss when I first started working, and and I felt this way as a parent, where oh my goodness, like I'm I'm good at a lot of things. I'm great at nothing. Like I'm good at like, I can I can manage my way through a lot of things. Like you know I could sell real estate. I could you know be a home interior decorator. I could and and the list goes on and on. But I kind of. I'm like, okay, what are my skills? What am I good at? And then what do I actually enjoy? What am I great at? So here's my question. First of all, we sound like experts on overthinking. Here's how you become an expert at something. You do it for a really long time until you realize you're doing it and then you stop. It's like John Gordon. He loves to say he has, if you haven't used it before, or if you are a leader or of a, a boss or in some type of leadership role in a business or church or facility, print off the no complaining rule. <laughs> and John Gordon explains it because he's like, how do I identify when people are complainers? And he always says, he's like, because I was a really good complainer for a lot of years. So that's probably why we yeah. are so, we like talking about overthinking because we've done it before. But here, here's how I always think of, if you find yourself and you're listening and you're like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm an overthinker. I don't know if I think too much or not enough. Like, you know, where am I kind of at on this scale? Um, if you're stagnant, are you finding yourself where you haven't, you, maybe you're stale, stagnant, you haven't made a decision left or right um, for a while. Maybe you haven't taken a stand for your life or your goals or just where you want to be in, in five years or five, five months. It doesn't matter, five minutes. Um, you, you probably are overthinking it. And it's because sometimes we think we have to have it all figured out. 
Yeah. We have to have all the answers before we take that first step. And, you know, Janae and I tell our, our teammates, our employees this, we tell ourselves this. If you, like if Janae and I went into every conversation with an employee and we were like, okay, we have to think of every single way that this employee is going to respond to us in this conversation before we have the conversation with them, we'd never have the conversation no. <laughs> because we'd always be thinking, well, gosh, like what if they say this or what if they, and yeah, you, it, we're not underprepared. Of course, we want to think it through. We want to have, you know, our angles and we want to be ready. But genuinely, in our role, all we have to do is be good listeners. And as people communicate their thoughts and their needs and their ideas with us, we just have to be a good listener to then be a good responder. But sometimes we're so worried about what is our response going to be that we stop listening. And so maybe there's there's things in your life that you just need to listen to better. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. If it's, you know, maybe maybe the feelings, maybe the, the feedback that you've been getting. Like, if you've been getting tough feedback, listen to it. If you, yeah. you know, if your credit score or your boss or your <laughs> car insurance is telling you, you know, hey, slow down or whatever, you know, sometimes that advice, it, it comes so rhythmically that we don't catch it. But but it's it's the advice that sometimes we just have to be ready to, like, take and then make a decision for. So... And Amy, actually, while you're talking, you know, you're talking about a lot about like people's feedback and how they're going to make sure you're getting feedback from the right people. Because I think that that can lead to a lot of decision making. But make sure, first of all, if you are receiving feedback from people and you're overthinking the feedback, make sure it's the right person. But also don't make decisions and don't overthink because of an invalid source. And here's what I mean by that. Your super negative friend who's negative about everything and just likes to be catty and everybody has one. I'm just going to be honest. Everybody has that person in their life and you either have to make a decision. Are you going to feed into what they're telling you and that kind of advice? Because that's genuinely what's going to make you also overthink is if somebody is very negative in your life and giving you very negative feedback about your relationship or about your job. Think of the credentials that they have before you do overthink it or before you make a decision. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of people also will get advice from the wrong people. And I've experienced that in my life very quickly as well as I've taken feedback from somebody and I, you know, overthought it and overthought it and then made a decision based off of the advice they gave me. And then after I made that decision, I started thinking about what did that person truly have to offer? And they were being very negative in the situation. They didn't see all the different perspectives, but I still chose that decision based on their advice. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a trap that a lot of people will fall into. And so just be careful, like who is that person in your life who's giving you advice? Who is that person who's mentoring you or helping you through decision making? You know, you know, because that's really decision making is the whole set on overthinking. I mean, you only overthink decisions for the most part, right? Totally. totally. <laughs> so who is that person who's giving you advice? Who is that mentor to you? And now dissect them. Don't overthink them, but dissect the qualities that they have to offer before you make decisions. Right. Well, and I, I'm just kind of thinking of like advice my dad gave me when I was a kid. Like sometimes the best advice that you've gotten in your life maybe isn't coming to you right now. Maybe it's advice you 
you've already gotten in your life. Maybe it was, you know, my, my dad always preached when I remember, you know, getting my knuckles bloodied in a baseball game or falling down and playing with my brothers. And my dad would, would always just remind me like, hey, you know, winners never quit and quitters never win. And and I remember hearing that and, and rolling my eyes because, uh, you know, how, how true is that even in life and in business and in relationships? Like, man, just don't give in, don't quit. So here's the other thing that I started thinking about while you were just thinking of how, how do you get advice? How do you know when to take advice? And sometimes what I think we do is if you've ever found yourself not making a decision, sometimes the decision gets made for you. Yeah. And like, because you've just let so much time pass or you know what, like you, you were wait in this waiting pool of like, ah, I don't really know what to do. I don't really know what to do. And then all of a sudden, like the semester of classes you were going to sign up for started without you or the relationship that you wanted to be in. The person was like, you know what? You, you don't really seem that committed. Like I, I may not be as committed now. And that person's out. So by the time you're ready to commit, they've already made a decision to do something else or be with somebody else. Or maybe by the time you finally get your act together at the job that you're in, you're like, all right, now I'll commit. And it's like, well, you're, you've been passed over for promotion after promotion because your boss could tell you weren't committed before. And it was really good advice. I heard in a, another podcast a few weeks ago where it was uh, talking about women in leadership and, and getting promoted or g- getting to do more in a company that you love. And one of the pieces of advice was, hey, don't leave before you leave. It was basically giving advice of how do you not make sure that before you go on a maternity leave that you don't start taking yourself out of the running. You don't stop raising your hand. You don't stop you know, being assertive and, and shooting for your goals and reaching for what you're wanting. And, and I think that's true in, in a lot of areas of life because how easy is it to take a backseat to somebody who looks more confident than you are like it's like well they they look like they want it more they look like they know what they're talking about like maybe I'm not qualified maybe I'm not ready maybe I'm not right and um you know I I don't know if this will resonate with anyone but I always think of you know the quote do you ever just jump out of the plane and build the what is it what do you need before you jump out of a plane the parachute yeah Notice I've never jumped out of a plane. Andrea, if you're listening to this, our intern from the summer, she did that often. Um, I'm, we are inspired by you. But, yeah. um, but do you know, do you ever just build the, the parachute on the way down? Because sometimes that's the bravery it takes to take yeah. that first step is you, you won't have it all figured out. In fact, if you wait till you have it all figured out, you'll never jump out of the plane. And if you guys are thinking, you know, after everything we just talked about and gone over, and I can kind of end on a little bit of a tough note, but I think it'll... It'll tie everything in together, and you're probably wondering, because we're all overthinkers here, (laughs) am I overthinking my life right now? Am I overthinking decisions? And hopefully that's what you're thinking about right now, because that's kind of what the whole entire podcast has been over. And here's here's how you're going to know. Do you give yourself anxiety when you think about certain decisions that you have to make? And if the answer is yes, you're overthinking. Do you mentally shut down when you have to make a life decision or when you need to make a life decision and you haven't made it yet? So are you giving yourself anxiety? Are you shutting down? Do you feel like you're in a constant toxic spiral downward because of the decisions that you have to make or what you need to do? And if the answer to those things is yes, then you're overthinking. And just make the decision. Just do the decision that you have to do. And go for it. And I, you know, we'll take Nike slogan really quick and just say, just, just do, do it. it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you, Amy, for being on this yeah, podcast. Thank you for the opportunity. If you guys have any feedback for us, please let us know and have a great rest of your day.
Bye, guys.